It has been over three full years since I have seen her. I can barely recall what she looks like, but I can never forget what she felt like. Her skin was so soft and smooth. The times I loved the most were when she would just brush up against me by happenstance. The sense of elation that enveloped me was like being captured in the arms of an angel. Her scent. I look away and remember how she smelled. She wore a perfume that bore a hint of cinnamon. She would tell me that cinnamon was the one scent that made her happy. It reminded her of Papa. Papa added a small portion of cinnamon to her morning tea. Papa told her it was good for the soul. She loved the way it tasted and how its soothing effect that had already wafted through and filled the room now filled and warmed her spirit. She would enter the room and I would know it was her. Jill's aura of goodness would precede her and it would fill the empty places inside of me. Then she would lean in and whisper a kiss or ask of my day. When she was oh so near I could smell it, its soothing effect would add another pinch of happiness to my world that she always made so full. Now my world is so empty. Last night I was transported by ambulance to the Mercy General Hospital. Now I am literally on the border of what was once my entire life. As I stare out of my hospital room, I can see every detail of the Harmony Heights Community Church campus. As I lay here in this burn unit, bandaged, swollen, lacerated, scarred, wounded and charred beyond recognition, I look at the end of my bed and it stares back at me. I see the chart with my name on it. The metal clipboard that the nurses jot their reflections on my progress reads, Bastion, Francis. No one here knows who I am or remembers my former life. I've become invisible. Even if someone did know that the once famous Dr. Flash Bastion was here, no one would recognize me. I take another inventory. Every single inch of my skin is wrapped in the cellophane bandages that have that strange sulfur-smelling medicine held inside. My skin is still on fire, only now it feels as if the inferno has gone deeper into the core membranes of my body. The pain seems to start inside of my vital organs and just fires out to my extremities. The pain is like a sprinter that is at rest in the starting blocks. I can feel the starter calling the racer to his marks. The pain forms up. Ready! The pain begins to swell. Fire! The pain shoots through every fiber of my being and rests in my hands and legs. Wave after wave of this comes throughout the minutes of each day. I call for morphine. The attendants are careful to give me as much as they dare. The pain is not dulled or lessened a single iota. I cry out her name. Jill! Where are you? Do you still care? As the morphine begins to take effect, I can see her. She is running along a shoreline, and as her footfalls hit the pavement, she is thinking of and searching for me. Jill Bastion had not fared well these last three years and counting. Her ordeal with Flash had left her paralyzed. As she ran along the long, black asphalt jogging trail that borders Lake Michigan, She chastised herself one more time for her blinding rage. Their life was perfect. Papa lived with them, and he was aging gracefully. She could still see him sitting there in his bedroom and staring into the lens of that silly microscope. He would get up only to eat or use the bathroom. He seldom slept in those last days in Harmony Heights. When he would speak to her, it was in some muttering language that was a compilation of Latin and English. He had long since passed from this world. She just wanted to keep him safe and comfortable. Most of her days were occupied with Sophie. Sophie had been born in the summer of 1994. What a child she was. As she wiped a bead of sweat from her face, she wished that Flash could see her now. She was the picture of her daddy. She was so articulate. Now she was all of six, going on graduate school. She loved the stars. Back in Harmony Heights, Jill adored the times when the three of them would just sit at dinner and talk about the day. Those days were so far removed. They were like a distant and unseen galaxy. She could not even imagine them now. Somehow, her mind had completely erased every scene of that awful place from her remembrance. It was the only way she could cope. 
The way she reacted and the way she treated Flash, she was ashamed of herself. She prayed deeply as she ran along the lake shore that God would somehow forgive her. She pleaded with God to give her and them a second chance. She saw their garden of delight, the two-storied brownstone. She remembered the safety and could feel the happiness of those days. But they had been stolen from them. Just as assuredly as Adam and Eve of old had been driven from their paradise, so too had the Bastions. The rapidity and severity of their expulsion was still so fresh in her mind. To this very day she continually struggled with the fact that so much harm happened so quickly. As she ran along the shoreline she thought back to those cataclysmic, life-altering moments.